0: Today, we will be discussing Season 3, Episode 7, titled, The Threshold. Holy shit. Holy goddamn mother-effing shit. To say that this episode is where everything kicks off. To say that this is where the proverbial shit hits the proverbial fan is, I think, an understatement. To say the least, this episode is insane. It is absolutely insane and brilliant and heartbreaking and magnificently handled at literally every possible turn. It is... Fantastic and an amazing turning point in the Mutiny storyline. It's so, so freaking good. So, this episode starts off... And everything's happy in Mutiny Land. Everything's happy. Everyone loves each other and it's all good. Tom comes over to California... And moves in with Cameron. And it's delightful. You get this really strange moment. Where Tom does like the cliche sexist thing. Cameron calls him out on it by the way. Uh, (laughs) Like carrying her across a threshold. Even though this is her house. (laughs) And he gets like almost there, and then like pulls a muscle and can't do it anymore. (laughs) And they're like, "Yeah, let's just cross the threshold like normal people." (laughs) And it's delightful. It's all nice. It's fun. Like it's a nice dynamic they're setting. Uh, Cameron, Donna, Gordon, and Tom go on a double date and to celebrate the marriage. And it was delightful. It was charming. Just to see those two couples just interacting. Uh, Cameron and Donna go in the bathroom at one point. They hash things out, and they're both on board with the IPO now. Uh, they're both like, okay, we can do this. It's totally fine. Let's get her done. We're on the same page now. Uh, Boz goes over to Diane's and is like, hey, so, um... Last time, I did not come in. Uh, I'm fully aware I should have. Uh, look, if we're going to do this, just know uh, I kind of suck. My ex-wife hates me. My son hates me. Everyone I did business back in Texas. Uh, everyone I did business with back in Texas hates me. Uh, I spent 14 months in a prison, which Diane already knew about because background checks. Uh, and Diane's like, yeah, cool. Boz." has flowers with him, and they go in, and they're, they're now officially a thing. Everything's happy. And then Cameron gets, like, 50 ideas in her head that she needs to make Mutiny perfect before doing the IPO. And she presents them to Donna and is like, we should delay the IPO until we get every single one of these changes in place. It'll take a year, maybe two. Donna's not a fan of this. Of course, Donna's like, hey, uh, we have the valuation now. We need to do it now. Uh, so now they're kind of at odds with one another. Again, and this blows up really quickly. Like, she goes to Gordon diane to boz who she very awkwardly discovers they're the thing when she goes to diane's house and diane's trying to get her out and donna's like no i can stay and then boz like just walks into the room and is like i think she's trying to keep you from seeing me <laughs> and it's an amazing moment oh i love it but she's going to all of them and saying like look We don't have to listen to Cameron. We don't have to do what she says. She has the most shares, but she doesn't have all of them. And if we get literally everyone else with stakes in the company to say yes to the IPO, she's powerless. So Donna's like concocting this scheme in the background, stabbing her on the back, uh, and Gordon, not happy about this. Not happy about this in any way. Uh, this is a very scummy business practice, uh, a very scummy thing to do to a friend. Which, By the way, Gordon and Cameron, like, they just, they bonded over Mario Brothers! Come on! And Why? Why? Why I have to drive this wedge in between Cameron and Gordon now? They, they- 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 bonded! Why? But anyway, uh, Donna throws a party for Cameron and Tom, where they announce to all of the mutiny staff, Hey, we're married! That happened at some point. And everything's fun! It's a fun, good time! No one's trying to stab anyone in the back at all! And then Gordon pulls Cameron aside and is like, "Look, this is happening. you need to know. uh do with this information what you will. <laughs> like it's happening it's Donna's gonna try to overrule you. You're not gonna get my vote because I have to side with my wife. trust me this this, this is just good for all involved. but like just just no do with whatever information what you will combat it uh, don't whatever work it out. I don't care just you need to know. So, Cameron, at this point, goes on what would be charitably described as a goddamn rampage. She is just going nuts. And she basically pulls everyone in. Oh, by the way, she also has this really nice moment with Boz, where, you know, after she had the whole you're not my real dad thing. Boz was like, look. I know you don't see me as a father, that's fine, but that's not gonna stop me from seeing you as a daughter. It's this nice, like, little surrogate father-surrogate-daughter moment. Like, it's it's sweet. It's really, really sweet. But anyway, that is a prologue to Cameron bringing everyone with a stake of the stake in the company into a boardroom during the party celebrating her marriage. And it's like, okay, look. I am going to lay out... My concerns about mutiny and the IPO and why it should be delayed. And she starts off being very eloquent, uh, very civil. And then Donna opens her big fat mouth and starts like just mudslinging. And and Donna's like, look, look, I I I I get it. Like these are good, even great, but like. We have the valuation now. There's no reason we can't go public and then do this. And Cameron's like, no, 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 no. If, we'll be valued more if we implement these changes. And then this escalates and escalates and escalates and escalates. At a certain point, Donna and Cameron start slinging mud at one another. Uh, their marriages get involved. And Cameron's like, hey, I'm... <laughs> I'm not the woman who doesn't want to go home to her husband. And I was like, oh, we'll see if your marriage lasts the year. And then see, and, and then you can give me relationship advice and all that. Meanwhile, Boz and Diane are just like, hey, 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 calm down. And they're just getting into this huge shouting match. They are just exchanging all this vitriol dishing out all this vitriol at one another Uh, Donna basically flat out calls Cameron like a child and saying she's holding the company hostage and then this escalates to the point where Cameron and Donna are just like hey let's do the vote now Let's have it now and not have any time to think about anything that was laid out here. Let's just do this on impulse. Right now, I see no logical issue with this at all. So, they do the vote. And this moment is heartbreaking. Especially since they really do make this a Cameron versus Donna situation. They really do make this a look. You can have Cameron, or you can have Donna. Because Cameron makes it clear, if the vote doesn't go her way, she's quitting. And Donna makes it clear, that if the vote doesn't go her way, she's quitting. So one of them's quitting. And the vote happens. Donna raises her hand. Silence. Diane raises her hand. Silence. Gordon raises his hand. After having this moment of like just not knowing which one to go with, having this moment of indecisiveness, having this moment of hesitation. Silence. And then Boz delivers the absolute gut punch of a line. You're breaking my goddamn heart. And then raises his hand. And then Cameron, not saying anything, just walks out. Grabs her husband. No one says anything. No one gives any consolation. No one gives any goodbyes. Nothing. She just walks out. Goddamn. That scene. I remember watching that scene all the way back. And I think it was 2016 when this aired. I remember watching this and just being absolutely heartbroken. Like, here you had this dream team of Cameron and Donna that we've been watching for the last, like, season and a half. And now that's just completely been destroyed. Cameron's out at her baby. And it's just... Everything's imploded. Everything's absolutely imploded in on itself. And it's just... So difficult to watch. It really, really is. Good God. Like, they did not hold back in this moment at all. Like, it's just this jaw-dropping, gut-punching moment that is so, so brilliantly handled, so beautifully written. uh, Incredibly well acted uh, from everyone in there. Uh, Mackenzie Davis... Kerry Bishy, Scoot McNary, Toby Huss, Annabeth Gish, uh, everyone in that scene just
1: kills it.
0: Like, like, look, Halt and Catch Fire never really got nominated for Emmys, ever. Even in the acting categories, this scene is a pretty damn good case as to why they should have been nominated for Emmys 50 times over. Just saying. Oh, by the way, also, Joe's doing stuff. <laughs> at some point, we should probably talk about Joe, which nothing to sneeze at either. Like, Joe has confessed. As we saw at the end of the last episode, he stole this code from Gordon. He is now out at Macmillan Utilities. Hmm, I'm sensing a theme to this episode. And now the entire episode for him is just the fallout from that decision. And he talks to Ryan and is like, look, you didn't hear anything from me. You should not be seen with me. Let's just pretend we never talked. Uh, Go in tomorrow as if nothing happened, because you're probably going to be fired. And that happens. Everything except the fired part happens. Uh, Gordon visits the apartment. And sort of rubs it in a bit, and demands an uh, an explanation as to, like, what's your angle? What's your angle? What's your angle? And Joe's like, there's no angle. Like, I just, I want you to have this. Also, a finder's fee would be appreciated, but I mostly just want you to have this, and I can explore this other project I'm working on. Uh, Gordon deduces that this is NSF Net, and he identifies. Oh shit, this is gonna be huge. This is a big ass deal. And so Gordon walks in, talks to uh, the head of the board for McMillan Utilities, and is like, "Look." I have been promised 25 million. I am willing to take 10% of that in exchange for all the NSFnet shit. Basically all the resources on NSF the N S F net. Jesus why can't I say that? In exchange for like a 90% Cut to the payout. Give me NSFNet. The deals, the resources, all of it. This is agreed upon. Joe goes over, hands over the keys to that building that uh, Joe and Ryan got. That little office space that Joe and Ryan got. And then Gordon's like, hey, uh, work on this with me as a silent partner. And you get 49%. By the way, the board of McMillan Utilities is like, ah, oh, they, they, Joe definitely planned this with Gordon, so that's why it's going to be silent partner because it looks real bad <laughs> them immediately going into business together. So they say yes to that; they're in business, and Joe goes over to Ryan's to give him the good news that NSF at, and. and Uh, NSFnet, why do I suck? (laughs) Goes over to give the good news that the NSFnet stuff is on. Oh, that Gordon resurrected that and freed it from the clutches of McMillan utilities. And then, uh, so... Finds out that Ryan did some super illegal shit. And basically took the source code for the security software. Released it to the public. So that it is truly free. And released documents to the media proving that the board always wanted to charge for 2.0. Didn't want to give it away for free. Wanted to hold people hostage for profit. And he started getting pushed out when he said no. Making sure the media knew that the board was going to charge for this. And Joe got pushed out when he was like, no, 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 free, 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 free. We made a promise here. So not only is McMillan's not only is McMahon Utility's entire uh, good standing gone, and their PR shit is down, not only is that the case, but now they can't even make any money off of the security software because it's just out there. It's just in the world. Now, here's the problem, though. Everything he just did super illegal. And Ryan's like, no, 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 I, I covered my tracks. He had this entire scene where he just destroyed his computer. Like, I covered my tracks. No, no one can ever find out it was me. And then Joe's like, yeah, no one's not, no one's that good. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll see what happens there. And you see this moment where he was gonna give him the key, but like, he put it back in his pocket like, nope, don't want to touch this at all. <laughs> what happens here will happen. Uh, this is too much. I cannot be associated with this in any way because he literally just did the most illegal shit he could have done in this moment. <laughs> like, this is super, super goddamn illegal. I'm gone. So, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, everything's officially broken. Mutiny, broken. Macmillan Utilities, broken. Everything's completely broken. And I'm sad. Well, not for the Macmillan Utilities part. They had it coming. But, like, the Mutiny part, sad. <laughs> very, very sad. Aw, uh, man. We only got three episodes left in this season. Can't wait to talk about where this goes. Because, holy crap. Uh, if you like this... Favorites of the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV Archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as we go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcast or app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just to push up a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark, pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 3, Episode 8. Talk to you then.